happening okay. right now. And I'm turning my camera off right now. And right now. Hey. Well, I don't want to have to pay for that. <laughs> so I edit that out and you open the show. <laughs> no, we do it raw. We do it live. This is the blank slate. Thanks for pushing play. I'm your host today, Rich Camalucci. Uh, over the Skype bandwidth is your other host, Chris Mullet. How's in it going? Winter Garden, Florida. This. I think it's going to take a good six months for this to not be totally, totally, totally awkward. Well, what's not going to help is that, like, in a few weeks, we're going to, like, be in a room together mm-hmm. all, like, recording another one. So it's, like, hitting the reset button. Exactly. On. Don't forget to bring the mics, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I was thinking about that in the car earlier. I was like, oh, yeah, recording two podcasts tonight. And then, oh, make sure to remind Rich to bring the mics. I only have this one. And somehow, his first time on the blank slate. It's a travesty. Yeah. Uh, from, by way of uh, New York, New York, Tope had a banjo. Tope, how's it going, man? I'm excited for this because it will be the first blank slate I will not listen to because I don't listen to myself talk. You've never listened to a podswoggle? <laughs> uh, no, that's not true. But <laughs> no, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's been a few episodes. This is my favorite podcast on the internet. So I'm excited. Oh, well, so I listened like, oh, no, you guys are behind another podcast, which I won't mention because I forgot about a certain rule on this show. Well, already said, name. I already said the name. Oh, of it. yeah. OK. Oh, yeah. About, uh, you're not, to, like, you're Stone not. Cold Steve Austin's podcast and Chris Jericho. But you guys, you guys are third. <laughs> you're, you're a solid third. I was going to say, you can't say the names or the people on any of the other ones, but we'll let that slide. <laughs> so, uh. Uh, real quick, uh, would just like to uh, talk about uh, something that's happened since we uh, last recorded. Excuse me, that we recorded a whole podcast on. We did the whole our whole Emmy nomination podcast, and then uh, Emmys came and went. Um, and just kind of recap, uh, everything that's always happened happened. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, I've watched uh all of fargo and all of veep and my personal opinion maybe a very unpopular opinion veep i just didn't laugh really yeah it's because every character is incredibly unredeeming and it's essentially house of cards with good with like light lighting now, I, I, I want to make this argument about redeeming characters and television because I'm hearing this more and more. And it was, a, it was an argument that to- Tony made when we talked to him about TV and Breaking Bad and that he just couldn't get into it because there was no redeeming qualities in any of the characters. And uh, I get it. But here's my counter to that, Rich. Who's the redeeming quality on – who's the redeeming character on the league? No, no. I, that's the first show that just came to mind when you brought that up. They're and, off. They're and, all and there's, a way, there's a way to pull it off. There's a way to do it. You know, all the that, characters yeah. like Seinfeld weren't redeeming. Um, but the way the characters to me are on Veep just rub you in such a wrong way Okay. that there's no qualities. just like everyone's just being like – a piece of sh- like a, a piece of shit, but it doesn't help when they're supposed to be in like some sort of they're supposed to have some sort of moral fiber, yeah. Just in the position that the show is set in, okay. And 
I don't know. It, and I understand that it's it's satire because it's like, you know, yeah, this is this is the way most of the people in Washington look at all this stuff anyway, and they're really super cynical, and they don't give a crap about anybody but advancing their own career. And, like, that's great. I understand that. And if that, and they, they pull that off well, but A Modest Proposal was also satire, and it wasn't terribly hilarious. Um, hmm. So, you know, I mean, it, 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 it works. It gets its point across, but just it's not funny. <laughs> the, I, I laughed out loud for the first time. And again, I watched all three seasons because I don't have too much to do. <laughs> Rich is going to get to the point where you've watched every television show. So, like in like fifteen episodes, like just finished Green Acres. You know, yeah, no, it was. I, I thought I thought Arnold was a very very middle of the road character. That pig had no charisma. Well, I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about just like how it's impossible for anyone to watch everything that was like nominated for an Emmy. I was like, well, I fucking knocked out like most of it. And then I was like, fuck. But uh, Veep and oh, the first time I actually like laughed from my belly out loud uh, was like in season three when there was a chant of let's throw come, which was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it made me laugh. Yeah, exactly. And then like uh, Chris Maloney has a little bit of a recurring role in the third season as well. And he's good as uh, as well, and again, like the performances are good, and it's got shit to the people you, that I absolutely love. Why Matt did you Walsh watch is, all the way up to season three if Matt, you weren't laughing? Matt, I, well, I, but Matt Walsh is really good. Kevin Dunn, you know, I watch anything with Kevin Dunn. It's true. So yeah, um, but that said, Julia Louis Dreyfus winning and then making out with uh, Cranston—that was pretty great. Oh, it's wonderful. Uh, so if not just for that moment, I guess she deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> She became the best actress in a comedy then. Yeah, yeah. yeah they knew they were going to have that happen. They, pre, they pre-planned the Emmys. So, yeah, of course they do. Uh, that out of the way, off to the side. Uh, in two minutes, the first NFL game of the season will be underway. Is that, uh, that's on NBC, right? Uh yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Though. Oh I shit, I'm cable. So. Uh, well, I was gonna say I yeah my I'm in my spare bedroom in I guess my office you can call it, and my parents did something to fuck up my TV while they were here. So, God damn it. yeah, <laughs> I should set my lineup. <laughs> <laughs> you have a minute. I did that earlier. But yeah, we're we're ready for some football now. I, I'm gonna pose this question to start because I asked it in every single fantasy football draft that I was in this year. And I don't think I got a clear answer from Tope. I know Rich, because he was in every draft that I was in, answered it to me. And I can't remember if Tope did. Am I wrong to just not be that excited about the season of football? I don't blame you for being non-excited because it wasn't a great offseason by any stretch of the imagination. Nothing really, really great happened. It wasn't the best season even last year. I mean, Peyton Manning, like in the Broncos and Seahawks aside, like not a lot of great things happened. So, yeah, I don't blame you. And the NBA and, and the World Cup had great summer. So it's like, yay, football's back. I'm happy. But, yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with you on that. Yeah, it's what it's what I said to Rich earlier was Rich and I, because, our, again, our good friend and our unofficial third host on the show, Tony Colt, is really not a big football fan anymore. And he has many reasons, which a lot of people have about, you know, 
It's not pre- it's not a practical sport in terms of safety anymore. Um, and he's also a Cowboys fan, so I think that actually might secretly be a lot of it. But <laughs> but my reason was like it wasn't any of that. It's just there's just not any good storylines going into this season. And and Tope touched on it. It just the off season got completely overshadowed, completely overshadowed by everything that happened in the NBA and the uh, and the World Cup. Jersey's in the mail, by the way. Go on. And <laughs> I can't wait for that blank slate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking LeBron. I knew it. He just can't handle the spotlight. We just lost to the fucking Bobcats. It's like December. <laughs> I, I I found myself the other day uh, being a little bitter. That's <laughs> uh, all right, man. Um, oh, can I bring something up really quick? Yeah. I apologize to you, Rich, because yeah. we, we have a uh, group text message, a couple of them, but the one between you, me, and Mullet, the last thing we talked about was – Finding out about LeBron's essay. So if you scroll up a little bit, uh, yeah, it's the last thing we talked about. So um, I apologize about uh, reminding you about that. You know, I think I may have deleted that. So <laughs> um, my mom, I, I will last thing about this before we get back to the subject at hand. I want to thank my mother for bringing up the tackiest T-shirt possible for me to wear, which I have been wearing. It is one of those T-shirts that has the front page of a newspaper on it. And it is the Akron Beacon Journal with LeBron. It says Homecoming King. And oh, God, is it tacky. But man, does it feel good. <laughs> That's just one step above like an airbrushed LeBron <laughs> shirt. shirt from a flea market. <laughs> the tag says like Adidas. And it's like, this ain't Adidas. <laughs> okay. Uh, so th- there you go. Exactly. Uh, as exciting as the NFL offseason has been. Um <laughs> You know, I think like if uh if I don't know, like all all the stories that there have been have been like negative stories. Mm-hmm. Like every player either like beating people up or taking drugs. And uh, and how their punishments have all been totally incorrect. Yeah, no, like way over all over the place. They're all just completely it feels like Roger Goodell is just throwing a dartboard. For some of these, or yeah. there's just like completely different dartboards for things. I don't know. Um, like, yeah, he's sitting there and he's like, Aaron Aaron just killed two people, $25,000 fine, nailed it. And uh, like the positive stories, just like it's kind of turned out that like maybe Michael Sam isn't that great of a player, you know? And mm-hmm. and I don't really even know what else there is. It's- I think we've already hammered the entire offseason. We hammered beating your wife up. We handled marijuana. We handled Michael Sam. The Manziel. Uh, oh, yeah. And that guy's a prick. Right, which is a non-story at this point. Yeah. It's just... I miss Tebow. Can I... <laughs> Hell yeah, I miss Tebow. <laughs> because at the end of the day, at least he was a good person. At, uh, Robert and I were talking last night uh, about the news that Dwayne Johnson got... Uh, announced as Black Adam for the Shazam movie, mm-hmm. and I was asking him who would be a good Shazam, and he's like, he lo- after a while, he looked up and was just like, Tim Tebow. <laughs> that is awesome. Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, 
Wait, well, what I kind of do, do we want to just kind of go division by division? I got the divisions pulled up. Okay, because I have a little post-it and I have like my little predictions and shit. Well, right now, so. just so you know, uh, I mean, it's at the top of everyone's list is always the AFC East. Yeah, um, mine too. So <laughs> we're just gonna. I just want to say this. Just want to say this. Hold on, I gotta pull it up because someone, a friend of ours, posted it on Facebook. Uh, damn it! Right, I gotta go to Dave Johnson's Facebook. Well, while you're pulling that up, I'll briefly say... I have it right here. I already have it. (laughs) I just want to say... when it comes to this. We've already won something. The Miami Dolphins have already finished in first place as the subreddit that ranks first in NFL team subreddits in percentage of swear words used. (laughs) (laughs) And third in all sports subreddits. Who are the first two for the other subreddits? Uh, I'd have to actually go in and look at it. The Yankees have to be number one, right? Just from the New York talk? Yeah, although it might be like really mushy this year because of Jeter. Oh, it's just like, oh, this is like a certain time period? No, well, hold on, I'm trying to open it. Go ahead with your point. Oh, no, I was just, I was going to say to Tope, you know, while you were about to pull up something obviously Dolphin related, uh, that the Patriots still win this division. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, and the Bills are still last in this division. I don't know about that. So, but I agree. <laughs> I just the Jets might be eight and eight for the next fifteen years. Like I, <laughs> like the it's if you took one half of their team, if you took their defense and put them on like five or six other teams, I think they'd win like twelve or thirteen games. I have a wish that Rex Ryan never leaves the Jets as head coach. <laughs> he just keeps as a by. Dolphins fan. He, I hope he is like he's the new Marvin Lewis for the AFC East. Yeah, in that like there's no justification for renewing his contracts and like still bringing him in, but at the same time, just an endless source of entertainment. Like as a Dolphins fan. <laughs> Yes, we establish or no, we we endure a lot of, of of embarrassing and horrible shit, and it's not even funny. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to pose that question. <laughs> like like Richie Incognito just heading up seventy five to go look for a job up in up in Tampa. Uh, <laughs> you know, or uh, God damn, it, just read the Deadspin. This is why your team sucks. Things on the Dolphins. Um, but yeah. Whereas the pa- or not the Patriots, no, they're just they're just good at everything. Uh, the Jets, it's just great. It's it's you know there's foot fetishes, there's butt fumbles, <laughs> there's donuts. Mike Vick, <laughs> Mike Vick. Oh man! And the then, first two things sounded like they were related: <laughs> foot fetish and butt fumbles. Sounds like <laughs> sounds like one picture or one video. Um. Now, I will say this, Rich. I-, I want your honest analysis of your team, the beloved Miami Dolphins, who I have penciled in as one of the two wild cards. Could be. Could be. The Dolphins always could be because they're always going to win, like, maybe six games on the road. Why? Because they're going to lose six games at home. They're always a good road team. They're always a really good road team. And if they can actually get something together, their running game is a mess because it's between Lamar Miller, which... He could be good, but he just needs to tap into his potential. And no, Sean Moreno, who is dr- drowning in his tears, and 
<laughs> we finally cut Daniel Thomas. That's addition by subtraction. You still have Jalen Parmalee or whatever his name is? No, we don't have Jalen Parmalee. <laughs> uh, the one thing I like is that they did shore up the offensive line, which is, I mean, it's the obvious move to make. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Because Ryan Tannehill is 25% less of a man than he was before going into the last season. <laughs> yeah, actually, he lost a leg last year. He did. He kicked his leg out of his leg. and That counts. <laughs> what? 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 You know what that's a reference to. Uh, okay, I'm in the penalty box. Someone say hey, please. <laughs> so, anyway, Tope, the Dolphins gargle balls, and here's why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, seriously, what happened with the Dolphins? I thought their offensive line situation was good. Incognito, Jonathan Martin. Yeah. Like, Can I come back in real quick, please? Jake Long? No, no one said your name, Rich. No, oh, hey, yes, thank you. <laughs> so, so, if you actually, like, look at the team record, at least, once both... Martin and Incognito had left, the team started playing better, and the offensive line was playing a little bit better. Uh, and I don't know what that means, but, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. We paid attention to it. That's got to be points, right? <laughs> it's better than usual, and Jeff Ireland is gone, although the first signing after Jeff Ireland was no Sean Moreno. <laughs> that said, no Sean Moreno came really cheap and kind of out of steel. And so it's like, yeah. all right, well, why not? There's no one else we're going to go out and get. There's no one else to get. Maurice Jones-Drew, I just saw his uh, Jaguars jersey at a TJ Maxx in downtown Chicago for $11. Wow. That sounds about right. Yeah. It's funny because his Raiders jersey will be at TJ Maxx for $11 in October. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like – it's not a make-or-break year for Tannehill. Tannehill has got a long leash and that – with everything that's been going on, he's still been very good. It just I think this year, if there's not a jump, then there's pause for concern. Because there's not going to be, I don't think the excuse of, oh, uh, yeah, he got sacked for like the fifth most amount of times of any quarterback ever. Like, hopefully that'll be, now if that still happens, then okay, yeah, the guy's getting a raw deal. Mm-hmm. But if not, then are you going to be concerned? No, because he's still better than more than three fourths of the other schmucks that we've we've brought in. Over I don't the know who you're like, talking about. What are those guys' names? <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk about. I can't. No, I, yeah, I really. Yeah, <laughs> you guys sure. really want to fucking no? So, but throw rocks. Before we move on to the AFC East, I just want to say. So we all have obviously the Patriots probably penciled in to win the division. Yeah, but is this just like? For every division, we can have this segment. Like when we get to Tope's team later, is this the year that Franco or finally shatters into a million pieces? Is the is this the year that the Patriots finally start to slide? Well, I think first of all that, at least in the first few drafts that I did, Tom Brady was being drafted way, way, way too late. Yes. And granted, he still doesn't have. At least he's starting the season with Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. He's, you know, Amendola is a non-factor anymore because if the wind is over five miles an hour, he's going <laughs> to break a fucking tibia or something. Uh, Chris Nowinski has already uh, put, has pre-ordered Dammy Amendola's head. He actually got like that on BOGO too. with uh, him and Welker. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Austin Collie. Oh, poor Austin Collie. Yeah. He died, right? <laughs> 
So, but so the weapons around Brady aren't as you know formidable as they've been in the past. But then again, Brady has put up perfectly fine numbers with shit shows all around him historically. So whatever, I'm not worried about that. Their defense is going to be fine. They have, they have Wilford coming back, and they have Darrell Revis, yeah, who is still yeah, yeah. one of the surest bets on defense in the league. And yeah, no, it's not. I mean, I would say the the biggest X factor would probably be Belichick's age. <laughs> That's how you know a division is good when it hinges on someone giving a fuck. It's like, ah, sure, I'll coach this year. I'll coach like 16 games, whatever. Yeah. You know. All right, so, uh, and then the, the, we don't have to talk about the Bills, right? They're going to be, they're going to have a good, really good defense this year if they can just play like old school, like Steelers ball, where it's like, we're going to put up like 16 points. Yeah. We're allowed 10. We have a chance. I, w- I wish that there was just like a practice league where you could just watch Sammy Watkins making batshit insane catches all day. That be that would be nice. That's been, that's been like the second biggest offseason story is Sammy Watkins videos on Vine. <laughs> I'm sure it'll translate well. I think he's broken every rib this offseason, hasn't he? <laughs> like every day I'm still like I, I it might be the same rib but I just keep seeing it and it's it's making yeah. me think like he's not going to have a torso. Um next what do we want to tackle next? You want to just work our way out west? And go NFC East? Sure. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right. NFC East. Almost just as depressing and lopsided. Yeah. Eli's uh, done, right? Like, we can stop talking about Eli being a above-average quarterback, right? If, if he wins one more Super Bowl, but he's <laughs> shitty every other season. Like, he's last year Eli. Yeah. Every other season, but that one season, and has three Super Bowls. Is he a Hall of Famer? I I think that he might be a Hall of Famer already. Unfortunately, just because of the parity of of elite NFL players. I don't think so. Really? Because like, all right, think of this way. So let's say let's say that in like the two thousand and three, two thousand four, two thousand five draft classes, which is what he comes from. Who would be the players that if they retire on the same? Like length of time, who'd be like four or five people that would be in the in the in the Hall of Fame before him? Well, I mean, I'll just I'll just pull up the fucking draft class. Yeah, to please see do. Because I don't think you're gonna find a lot of people. So he was drafted what two thousand three, four. Okay, so two thousand three. Carson Palmer, Charles Rogers, Andre Johnson. Or Andre Johnson's the first one. Um. Terrell Suggs, that's probably a long shot. Palomalu, he gets hurt a lot. He's a year younger? Yeah, than all these people. This is a 2003 draft. No, sorry, I just thought he was like, I feel like he's been playing since like 1967. Oh, Eli Manning? <laughs> no, no, Troy Paul P- Palomalu. Oh, Palomalu, oh yeah. Yeah, he was drafted, yeah. Uh, yeah, 16th overall. So there's not a whole... All right, I'm going to show all the people in all the Pro Bowlers. Carson Palmer, Andre Johnson, Terrence Newman, Jordan Gross, Kevin Williams, Terrell Suggs, Marcus Trufant, Palomalu, Jeff Fain, Willis McGahee, Dallas Clark, Larry Johnson, Namdi Asamoah, uh, Charles Tillman. By the way, remind me to ask somebody to read Namdi Asamoah's name in a certain way later. Uh, John Stinchcomb, Rashane Mathis. That's a blast from the past. E.J. Henderson, Ken Hamlin, Anquan Bolden, O.C. Omanura, Jason Witten, I think, is the first one I've seen. 
It's like, okay, Jason Wynn will be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Lance Briggs, maybe. Like, later. Nah, Asante Samuel, Robert Mathis, David Deal. Uh, David Tyree was a pro bowler. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremiah Bell, your favorite, Rich. Okay, so that's everybody. That's all the pro bowlers from 2003. So I would, he would be number one on that list. You don't always have, you know, a lot of, all right. All right, from his year. Larry Fitzgerald. That's one. That's one, yeah. Yep. Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. I think definitely Roethlisberger. I see. I, I consider him and Eli, they both won two Super Bowls. They're both super middle-of-the-road regular season quarterbacks. I think Roethlisberger has had much more uh, sustained success and has been much more consistent, whereas Manning has shown like a little flash here and there and playoff proficiency but has also looked like the biggest pile of fucking Triceratops turds <laughs> that they could have brought in for that scene in Jurassic Park. See, I I think the reason, the thing I think of is I think Roethlisberger, I think of a pretty standard in terms of statistics quarterback because he has a solid defense to support he's also, him. By the end of his career, he's going to accumulate a lot of stats and he's going to be at least top 15 on a lot of lists. Roethlisberger? At least top 20. By the end of his career? Yeah. Uh, 10 years in the career, give him... Whereas Manning, I feel like Manning has had some monster numbers and has had some... And has had... They've been a more offensive talent... Offensive weapon talent team than the Steelers ever His star has shown brighter, but it's also been a big pile of Triceratops shit. (laughs) I think uh, also from 04, Vince Wolfork, I think, would be in. Mm, um, I, maybe I, mean, I just saw another a one. A lot of defensive players, but like he's a he was a linchpin on that defense for a decade now. Wow, Bob Sanders, that's another one, right? Darnell <laughs> Dockett, Chris Cooley's penis. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a different Hall of Fame. Yeah, Jared Allen. That that's another one. So that's he's on the uh, Bears this year, right? Yes, um, he's the only good defensive player on the Bears besides Lance Briggs. Um, yeah, Jared Allen, Larry Fitzgerald, and who was the one from the previous draft? Oh, we'll Andre say Roethlisberger and Andre Johnson. So that's all right. So that's still he's still top five. Let's go to two thousand five. Oh God, look at the top five in 05. Oh my God, Alex <laughs> Smith, Ronnie Brown, Braylon Edwards. Cedric Benson and Cadillac Williams. Dude, just keep it rolling, man. Pac-Man Jones, <laughs> Troy Williamson, Antro oh, Roll, roll. Carlos good. Rogers, he the good, good one, Mike Williams, then DeMarcus, oh, Ware, DeMarcus Ware, Sean Merriman, <laughs> Derek Johnson. All right, so Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. See, I would put Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame before Aaron Rodgers right now. Whoa, okay. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> what? I can give you like 21 reasons why not. <laughs> <laughs> let me hear three of them. Give me three facts about why Aaron Rodgers should be in the Hall of Fame before you let Manny tell me. <laughs> because he's better, because he doesn't have a sloping forehead, and because he's better. <laughs> oh, make sure you use that middle one for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Who else we got? Roddy White. Roddy White has had a very good career. But it's it's a wide receiver career, and it's I, not. I'm good. saying like he'll get it when he's like 55. Oh, also remember. All right, I'm just gonna start writing down names for our. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> you um, fuck Frank Gore. 
you know. Again, Gore's, Gore's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Not now, that's Ballard, a guy that's guys, but definitely he will be. Yeah. Oh, God uh, damn it. Richie Incognito, I think that guy has a chance. <laughs> Fuck. It's kind of funny, you know, I that little symbol there kind of looks like a cross. He might need that Marian in his life. Barber the third. Holy shit. Hell yeah. I think about him about like once every two weeks for <laughs> no reason whatsoever. <laughs> like we let Marion Barber the third happen for like That's six a, years. A million times too frequently. Oh, we didn't even look at the undrafted players too. Because <laughs> you go down and I see like Cameron Wake, Josh Cribbs. Not that any of these people yeah. are gonna be famers. But still, he's I would still say top five of the of that era. Um or just not a lot of guys that are going to be, you know, making the Hall of Fame from those years. Yeah. And then finally, like, guys like Kevin Green or, like, people that still almost make it every year. Although yeah. I think he just made it in. We'll finally get in. Yeah. They don't have to um, put a guy in from every year. No, that's it. That's Eli it. Manning I'm the... can. Eh, we've said enough. Triceratop turds. Uh, I have the Giants second in that division, though. But what does second in that division even mean? Eight and eight. <laughs> That's what second in that division means. It means you'll be playing in week 17 for a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. In the NFC, yeah, in the NFC, it's true. I do not have them as the wild card team. I have I have the Redskins. I have the Cowboys last in that division, actually. Um, they're due for, like, one of those. Remember when Quincy Carter, like, got arrested for selling, like, for snorting cocaine, and he was the quarterback of the Cowboys? I think we're due for another one of those years. Off of uh, Kevin Moy's ass? <laughs> yes. Kevin <laughs> oh, that's that's a great image. Um, but yeah, I think I think RG three is going to be better than what people are expecting him. I mean, if he gets hit once, then that entire theory goes out the window. But then they might be better off because of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, um, but it doesn't matter because the Eagles are going to score nine hundred points. Eagles are either going to be. An offensive juggernaut like nothing we've ever seen, or it's going to be just like the Wildcat and people just figured it out. See, I don't think it's like that. I I don't think it is either, but I think it falls one way or the other, and they're not just a middle-of-the-road like every other team. I think that system and just that gamble of going with something like that is boom or bust. Uh, Tope, what do you think? I think I've never liked the Redskins. I know they they've improved offensively, but I honestly, if I had to pick, I probably have them still being last in that division, even uh, with the Cowboys' defense being literally like wiping your ass with zero ply tissue paper. <laughs> so your hand? Yes, that might be the worst defense in the entire NFL. It's, it's true. Uh, I'm I'm with the Reds. Like it's. I feel like when you have the kind of players you have with the Eagles, they should be just putting up points every single week. And they're a year into the system, so they're going to know it. So I, I have them winning the division, kind of running away with it. Yeah, me too. It also kind of feels like, because every year, going into the year, there's like either a team or you know an aspect of the team that everyone feels like is the slam dunk and everyone gets really excited for it cuz it like if it does work out it's going to be very exciting and then like either someone gets hurt or it's just it it just is a wet fart or something and like i feel like philly could be that i don't want them to because that'll be a lot less exciting and interesting but it wouldn't fucking surprise me i I think the the linchpin is Foles. If 
Foles, I think, is the real deal. Mm-hmm. And everything, everybody else around him is kind of just a benefit. And the fact that they have, like, who they have around him, like Macklin and Cooper. Who's the, who they get in free agency? They got something good. Sproles. They got Foles and Sproles, Well, Spro- Foles and Sproles. <laughs> it sounds like uh, the song from Step Brothers. Sproles and Foles. Um, <laughs> no, but they got somebody else, didn't they? Didn't they no, get, like, they a got f- rid of Deshaun Jackson. That's what I'm thinking of, yeah. yeah. So they, exactly, like all those positives. <laughs> and they got Cooper still. Um, and they have that rookie that a lot of people like, um, what's Jordan Crawford or something like that, or Jordan Hamilton. I don't know. I I, I forget. It was well, the guy in our fantasy draft that no one wanted to take, and finally somebody. Would and we him. will see though if he can sink or swim because Foles's quarterbacks coach went to Miami, which is another reason why people are kind of like, all right, well, this could be the year for Tannehill. If yeah. the coach was the real deal, because apparently he was getting credited for a lot of Foles' success. Yeah, I'm, I we should not have looked up drafts. Because now I'm just looking up tons of drafts. Oh, it's a great wormhole to fall down. It's, uh, hey, look at it this way, Rich. In 2007, when you took Ted Ginn ninth, it could have been worse. You could have took a Mobia Koye tenth, <laughs> like the Texans did. He was six years old when he got drafted. I think. He's I, still younger than all of us. <laughs> well, June tenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Well, me and Rich. The uh, that draft infamous for us not taking Brady Quinn when everyone thought we would. Uh, we did sign him in the off season, and two weeks later, promptly cut him, which was very, very cathartic on both ends. <laughs> Signing him's like, you know what? Yeah, let's just get this out of our system. It's like. It's like looking up that that you know that girl on Facebook that you went to high school with and you just like never made the move. You like look her up and you go out on a date and she's like, "Oh no, you're fucking terrible and your breath smells." And her you, breath smell? Breath. Smells. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> her breath smell. Oh my god. Your titty stank. <laughs> oh shit. Uh so again, wormhole rich. Uh so I I clicked on the other two people you took in that draft, John Beck who is currently on the BC Lions, and Samson Satale, who on August 2nd he's re-signed back. with the he, Miami Dolphins. He's, he's back. Didn't you almost get punched by him in like a hard rock or something? Uh, uh, I think he like like shrugged me out of the way or whatever at a bar at the hard rock uh, in Hollywood, Florida, and we just expounded from that how funny it would be me getting in a fight with a six foot eight, like 350-pound Samoan <laughs> offensive lineman. <laughs> Yeah, it would be pretty good. Um, so so yeah, this division's pretty cut and dry. So the AFC North, we've got Woof. Baltimore, Cincy, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. I think, again, if Cincinnati's offense doesn't come out the way everyone thinks it should progress this season, uh, which is very possible because, as I think you pointed out in one of the drafts, Dalton got paid. Uh, I think as many people are shitting on Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh can win this division. I think that if Cincinnati's offense doesn't come out swinging, I think their defense is going to save them. I think that Cincinnati being as well-rounded on both sides of the ball, maybe like the most well-rounded team on both sides of the ball in the entire AFC mm-hmm. besides, um, besides maybe the chargers. I think that that's going to save them because their def- their secondary and defensive line are both fantastic they have they have a key player on every position in on offense mm-hmm. 
again, it just depends on if Andy Dalton got paid too much. And I, I, I think that if I think even if they have struggles on one end of the ball or not, I think they win ten games and they win that division by a couple. I really do because all the other teams are a mess. Yeah, and even then, like AJ Green, I, I don't know. I just get the feeling with him that he's like quarterback proof. Like, he yeah, could... like, yeah, he's going to win three games by himself, maybe. Yeah. Um, I feel like the thing that a lot of people aren't thinking about defensively because they're like, oh, the Bengals, even if their offense struggles, they still have their defense. That Mike Zimmer is gone, and he was really the guy who helped build that offense. He's with the Vikings now, so I can see them like having a. Not a big fall, but a step down, and that might be what takes them out of the playoffs. So do you? Would you agree that? Because I have the Steelers second in the division, and Rich said that they could sneak it up. Would you say the Steelers are the second team in that division? I'd say second or first. Yeah, um, I have the Ravens last. I don't know why. <laughs> wow, I know why. It's because their defense is Ray Lewisless, and they haven't figured out how to put it back together again, uh, and. Ray Rice was just straight up bad last year. He wasn't hurt. It wasn't bad schemes or anything. He was just straight up bad. Ray Rice is done. And Joe Flacco has he's <laughs> he's like on a tier in my book, like on a tier kind of less like just below Eli Manning. I think that Joe Flacco is Elvis Gerback with a budget. It's like, it's like sweet. We have Elvis Gerback as our quarterback, but yeah, but we paid all this money for him. <laughs> but a, fuck but, yeah, but a big budget though, because Elvis Gerback got the Ravens to at least the second round of the playoffs, and Flacco, you know, got him to the Super Bowl and won it. I, I think I meant without the budget. It's like we have Elvis Gerback as our quarterback. Good job, everybody. Like it's like the kind of thing you're at a meeting, everyone applauds. Good job, Elvis Gerback. This time it's like we got Joe Flacco. Confetti shoots out instead. You know. <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> It's like good for you. You spent all that money and you're stuck with Joe Flacco. I just I think the Browns are going to surprise people because again, they've had they've every year they've been kind of tiptoeing, creeping towards something and then disaster strikes. I don't Hoyer Hoyer was really good last year. Cameron's really good. They have the pieces on defense and I think I could totally see the story of the season unfortunately being like Hoyer going down. Manziel coming in and having like that Tebow factor yeah. of like this. I, I can just I I'm already fearing for my ears having to hear John Gruden talk about fucking Johnny Manziel every week and how this guy wins football games, and I'm gonna fucking punch his children in the face. <laughs> He's gonna get the shit knocked out of him though. Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait. Oh, like, the, yeah, I, and I mean oh. punched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's gonna get punched, and or like there's gonna be. You're going to hear some story about, like, after the game at a club and, he like, somehow he just, like, gets stabbed or something. I will say that he is the – this is an awful thing to think about, but would he be the top person in your most likely to be this generation's Len Bias? Jesus. I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> like, of any – like, it's like, yeah, he's at a party and he does too much and, oh, yeah, Johnny Menzel's gone. Nah, like that's, I still would – Probably have gone with Sanchez and might still go with Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because he's crazy, man. He <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and now he's like, 
legitimately has reason to be like depressed and might like you know go too much the other way. Uh, yeah, hold on. Give me five guesses as to who, which team he's on. Uh, oh, I know is he on the? He's on. No, no, I'm saying give me five okay, guesses. Okay, I honestly it. don't okay. know. Uh, is he on the Raiders? No, it makes it. That makes it. No, give that two years. Okay. Uh, wow, I really don't know the answer to this question. Um, well, let me look at my list. Is he on? Again, it makes sense. The Rams. He is not on the Rams. No, because we already would have been the yeah. quarterback. Is he on? This is a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Is he on the Cardinals? He is not on the Cardinals. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm solving all these teams' problems with Mark Sanchez. Um, is he on the Titans? No, no, no. Uh, he's not on the Titans. Oh, fuck. I only have one guess left. Hey, hold on. This might be a trick question. Is he not signed to a team? <laughs> no, he's signed. He is signed to a team. Okay. Uh, is he on? Got to make this count. Oh, no. The Chiefs. Not on the Chiefs. I'm so glad I got all those wrong. What team is he, he is on? on he's the backup quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, that could be a fucking disaster. Yeah. Yeah. You're one leg break away from Mark Sanchez being your starting quarterback. Uh, he's going to fumble the ball inside of Darren Sproles. Like Darren Sproles is going to be yeah. forced to the emergency room with a ball in his it's ass. Just, like, just somehow get it to Shady. Please, for Christ's sake, figure it out. Uh, so, yeah, he's, Sanchez isn't there anymore. Where, who were we talking about again? I was talking about how the I North. think that Johnny okay, Menzel yeah, is yeah, going to yeah. be the next Len Bias. Uh, <laughs> oh, also, uh, the Browns got Ben Tate as well. And a lot of people are shitting on that, but I think that Ben Tate could have a really good year. Could and be good. Yeah. Could be. You know, yeah, if he gets eight, even if he gets like 900 or a thousand, just like 900 or a thousand yards, that's nothing outstanding. But that might be all that team needs. Still better than whatever Trent Richardson would have contributed. Or Chris Agbaganya, or whatever his name Obanoia. was. Um, I, you know, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> if I told you in 2012 that Johnny Menzel are the NFL leader in, rush, in a receiving yards in 2013 would be working as a car, uh, car salesman, which one would you believe? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I would still have to go with the Manziel one. I would say that Manziel would be the car salesman. See, that's yeah, that's he. He, I don't think he'd be a good car salesman. I think he'd be a good car dealership owner. Oh yeah, it's, I see the commercials right now. We're gonna make that money, ching ching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prick. Come down to Money Manziel's. Uh, that said, in my uh, this is the first year I'm doing a keeper league, and. It just dawned on me. It was like a shower thought that nobody drafted Josh Gordon. And it was like, fuck. What? What? Who? Huh? Really? Nobody? And I went to check it out and confirm. And sure enough, I done dropped Greg Jennings for him. (laughs) And with like keeper rules, this is my first year. So I don't know. But I think you got to like to be able to keep him. If it's a free agent that you pick up, you got to like give up like your last round pick. So yeah. it's a last round pick for someone who could potentially have like five thousand receiving yards next year. <laughs> Speaking of Greg Jennings, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> the <sighs> NFC North. Look, all right. I'm excited to be uh, in in uh, the the Norris Division country. Yeah, it's uh, this division was really weird to me in that 
I think it's a I think it's a runaway, but I don't know why. Because oh, I know why. In that the Bears' defense is fucking abysmal. But but there are so many great offensive talents in this division. Yeah, I think that's why. In that like the Packers just have the most of them, but the Packers just seem like such an un. They just are unsettling to me this year. I think because of R- Rogers' injury last year, but that's that could point to him having a monster year instead. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, but this division is also normally known for its defense, which I think is weird. In that, and it's not this year. God, this oh, might be the worst yeah. defensive division in the league. But because of you think of the Bears and the Packers' defense, and even the Vikings with you know what we used to have, um, I think. I think five of the top ten fantasy wide receivers this year, at least come like from projected, this come from this division. And I think five of the bottom wide receivers also come from the Vikings. Um, <laughs> hey, no, Cordarrelle is going to be very good. And last year Jennings did very well when Castle was his quarterback. Is that right? Well, yeah. Well, he's going to be his quarterback for at least the first four weeks. So. Until he sucks a dick. Um, although I do have the Vikings finishing third. I don't. I. I think that the Lions are going to to, to struggle under uh, Jim Old Mac Caldwell. He looks like Old Mac from Legends of the Hidden Temple, and <laughs> that his expression doesn't change very much at all. Um, the choice is yours and yours alone. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think I think if we can get Bridgewater in there, I'll be very happy with six or seven wins to kind of build us up for the future. And for the record, uh, for the listener, as big a fan of everything Cleveland it, that Mullet is, uh, he is not a Browns fan. He is a Vikings fan, just in, yeah. to clear up any confusion. Yeah, just to yeah, – because when I grew up, there was no Cleveland football team to begin with. Yeah. Cleveland, everybody. So I, I latched on to an equally miserable team. Um, yeah, I, I, the Bears and the Packers, like their games – like the over – on points, it's gonna have to be like in the one forties. Yeah. Just give oh yeah, defenses the day off. Give them furlough, man. Fuck it. Exactly. Good, Topa. I said, oh yeah, you have Adrian fucking Peterson. Mm-hmm. That guy, but the best player out, yeah. out of all all our teams. Yeah, and three of the top five running backs are in this uh, division as well. Yeah. Um, Shit. Shit. I'm hopefully going to go to a Bears game this year because the Dolphins play them in October. And I want to, you know, go get yelled at by a bunch of Polish people. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be fun for you to sit in a crowd and watch all the fans stay in the stadium. Completely by myself. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And Tony actually warned me. Well, not warned me, but just give me a heads up when I moved up here. Just about how irrational Bears fans are, <laughs> and like it, they're on par with like Eagles fans as being just completely irrational. <laughs> just about like, like how like every year, no matter what, it's like Jay Cutler's going to break records and we're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to preview that in our our money league draft on Tuesday with uh, my friend Smitty, who's a Bears fan, and he's just a moron when it comes to it. It's just like. It's like, no. I mean, at least he realized that the defense was going to suck. But he's like, yeah, of course we're going to win. Cutler's the man. It's like Jake Jay Cutler could get a hangnail and decide to sit on the bench for three weeks. This so. is very true. Uh, yeah. And who – ooh, that's a good question. Who's their backup? Who's the backup to Forte? No, 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 no to Cutler. 
Oh, uh, it's not McCown anymore. It got someone, um, like someone of worth who I think sucks. Because they lost (laughs) McCown, right? Yeah, McCown's the starter for the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I don't know if they officially named him the starter over Glennon. Um, I think he is. Uh, come on, give me a. Why is? Uh, it looks like something Luckman. Oh no, hold on. This was this is like history. Uh, <laughs> that's the best quarterback ever. Jordan, uh, Jimmy oh, Clausen. Oh yeah. Ouch. Jimmy Clausen. I'd Not rather a football have football name. By the way. <laughs> Sounds like an old school football guy, though. Best football yep. name didn't live up to his potential. In my opinion, still best football name, Colt McCoy. Very true. Very true. Yeah, the Packers win this division. Um, AFC South. Yep. What? <laughs> what a the, shit show. The loser of this, the whoever's last in this division, should have to switch with like the LA Kiss or something in the Arena League. They get they get relegated. <laughs> They get relegated just so Gene Simmons can be an owner in the NFL. Um, well, okay. Um, I feel this has got to this has got to be like the Andrew Luck breakout season, right? Because he's been very he's been very good up until this point, and he's also he been ha- very proficient in like last minute situations and whatnot and he's also had a lot of luck on his side no pun intended yeah and i think he's had uh let's see he's been like two years so that's uh 32 regular season games i think he's had 28 fourth quarter comeback wins yeah (laughs) he uh he he's just shown so many flashes and has not necessarily had all the healthy talent around him uh but like this is no, I'm not saying it's make or break for him, but like this has got to be the area you expect him to like be able to throw for like, you know, almost five thousand. You know, the the typical top tier stats. Right. It should be time for him to make the jump, especially with Reggie Wayne, who was having a great year last year and got Absolutely. cut cut out being uh, when he got Injured. hurt. T.Y. Hilton's been super consistent and looks like he's been ready to make a jump. And God knows they can't uh, fucking run the ball. T.Y. Hilton was actually very not consistent. He well, had I mean, uh, he had several enormous games, and then a lot of games where he just ate Lebanese food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was thinking of the previous year as opposed to last year. I know last year he was a little inconsistent. And Lux um, on the cusp. I, I'm looking at his stats now. He had 4,300 yards last year. 23 right. touchdowns, 18 interceptions. He's got to get over that 4,500 hump, and he's got to at least get to 30 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, I think they'll do it because, like I was saying, God knows they can't run the ball um, unless they can hand the ball off to Trent Richardson's penis. Ooh, actually, yeah, really. Uh, actually, I uh, rescind that. The 4,300 yards that he had was his rookie year. Nice. Last year, he only had 3,800 yards. Hmm, that's surprising to yeah. me. Yeah. Same amount of touchdowns, half the interceptions from his rookie to his his year last year. So, um, I'm I'm kind of on board the people that kind of like the Titans because of how good Locker was before he went down last I year. I really like the Titans a lot. If, any, if, if yeah. anybody be, if anybody beats the Colts, it's going to be the Titans. They don't have to worry about Chris Johnson. I mean, sure, Sean Green and Sankey are probably not going to be the the 
the answers, but it's better than just having to have the Chris Johnson thing over your head. Yeah, they're not um, going to set the world on fire, but they also have a super stealthy, secretly fantastic receiving core as well. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, speaking of getting rid of headaches, they got rid of Britt, too. Yes. Um, I also really like the Texans in a rebound year in that their defense is going to cause some problems, needless to say. And their starting quarterback is who, though? I'm, I'm looking that up. I'm looking up two things for the Texans. Their starting quarterback Yeah, it's, it's bad. Ryan, <laughs> oh, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. But I yes. think so that's a good surprise. Don't be, <laughs> don't be surprised if Mallet takes that job. Yeah, you know. And if, if anything's been proven with backup Patriots quarterbacks, they're good the season after they're not there. So, That's hey, good, good for them. Um, I think a, a lot of it's going to hinge on Foster, who is my yes. age. And <laughs> you wouldn't know it. No, because I still look so damn good. Uh, <laughs> that was more of a slide on him. <laughs> oh sure, that's how. But you do look so damn good. Thanks, Tope. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, his rookie year he didn't get a lot of, of work, but from 2010 to 2014 he at least had 1,200 yards, and then last year he got hurt half or yeah, and missed half the season. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just whether or not he can be comeback player of the year, or if you know Aaron Rodgers takes that. True. I mean, it, uh, e- even still, like the Jags are going to be feisty. That they were feisty last year, and they only got better in the off season. They're still last in this division, but I see them being that team that everyone's like, "Oh fuck, we have to play the Jags." Not in that they have to go to Jacksonville, but in that it's like, <laughs> "Oh, we know we know we're going to win this game, but but we're going to have to actually play. We're going to have to fight for yeah. it." Exactly. So I think. It's going to be a fun little division. It's No one's going to get above probably nine wins or ten at the most. The Colts should win it, but you would not shock me if this was a total coin toss. Yeah. We good on the South? I'm surprised we got that much out of it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, same. <laughs> right, NFC South. I forgot two of the four teams in this division earlier. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was cooking dinner and I was like, I was making my little list. I'm like, all right, well, Saints, Panthers. I'm not looking this up. I'm not looking this up. <laughs> and I remembered the Falcons and I had to look up the fucking Bucks. <laughs> and I live an hour from the stadium. Literally just saw the stadium about two weeks ago when I saw my sister. Well, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. What are there any good stadiums in Florida? Jaguar Stadium's terrible. I've never been to the Bucks Stadium, but I hear it's bad. And Dolphin Stadium, they keep renovating it. I like it. Yeah, no, they all suck. <laughs> the Swamp's nice. Swamp's yeah. nice. <laughs> Swamp, Swamp's very good. Uh, I think UCF's new stadium is pretty good. The Citrus Bowl <laughs> sucks a big old piece of butt. Yep. And the Orange Bowl was gritty but awesome. God, I missed the Orange Bowl. Fuck. Uh, NFC South. Uh, the Panthers, I think, are going to go from first to worst. Yeah, dog. That is 100% true. And it sucks because their defense is still going to be pretty good, but 
who do they have on offense besides Cam Newton? And even then, Cam Newton, I don't think he's going to be that great this year. Because he's, he's so banged up. Yeah. yeah, he might not play week one. They also still have all their running backs from 2010. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I, know, I know we don't officially do this, but fuck you, D'Angelo Williams, all right? I hope that your 19 kids are going to enjoy not being able to have their dad at home because he's probably cheating on your wife for ruining my fantasy season like five years ago by having like a 45-point fucking game on Monday Night Football, you stupid son of a bitch. Jonathan Stewart could spit on the football and be better than you. You suck. Sorry. Had to get that on a recorded medium. It was. Well, uh, they also have Tolbert, and uh, they lost Steve Smith, who is now on the Ravens, and he goes by Steve Smith Sr., because <laughs> he's that old. In case there was any question, uh, is it is it is this correct? Uh, the backup quarterback for the Panthers is Derek Anderson. That's, that's wait, Derek? D- Derek Anderson? No. Oh fuck! Can't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Derek Anderson. I've heard Derek Carr. Sorry. No, yeah, Derek Anderson, and then his backup is Joe Webb. <laughs> Oh, Joe Webb's just there to be. Wait, why would he be Cam Newton in practice? That makes no sense. <laughs> oh no, my I, God, they're wide receivers. Yeah, Cotchery, mm-hmm. Avant, mm-hmm. Kelvin Benjamin, it's Brenton bad. Burson, and Philly Brown, it's and bad. of course Olson. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some fun stuff, huh? <laughs> um, I think. Uh, Atlanta is going to be a lot of fun to watch this year, although their running game isn't going to be much to speak of. Yep. Uh, same thing with New Orleans. It will be a lot of fun to watch this year. Um, and it's just Pierre Thomas and Ingram. Yeah. Yes. I'd like to see Ingram break out just for the sake of New Orleans having a running game. Uh, Tampa Bay, I think, is going to make a lot of noise. And if not for the sheer fact, like – it's that thing that happens where you get rid of a shitty, like, disciplinarian coach, and then you bring in, like, the player's coach. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, like, that works for, like, four years. And then, you know, it, like, the Jets did it for a long time. I feel like the, the Cowboys are, like, infamous for just that cycle, falling into that coach cycle. So, and, you know, it, it feels like it's good in the first season for at least, like, a plus six minimum, like, win differential or something. Hey, you here's know? the thing. Lovey Smith's a really good coach. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, got, he, got fired, he got fired from the Bears, and he was still, like, 30 games over 500 or something ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. two or 20 or 30 games over 500. That, too. That, too. So, and he's he's gunning on a team that has two really good quarterbacks. Like Glennon was pretty good last year in a crappy scenario. And we don't Doug, know exactly what Doug Martin is yet. If he, yeah, is he Doug Martin season or is he last season? He could bounce back. They have a good receiving core. I have them as one of the two uh, wild card teams in the NFC. Wow! Wow! Because also, really? yeah, because look look at who else is in the fucking NFC. If you you know the Bears could win. Eight or nine games. I would have my wild card teams coming out of either the north or the west in the NFC. Well, I have, I have my, I have my other wild card team coming out of the west, obviously. Yeah. But I don't think that they're both going to come. I think the Bucks at nine and seven could get the sixth seed. That'd be interesting. Okay. I just, 
Honestly, I, I, it's funny because I have the Bucks finishing last in that division. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's just more of how much higher I am on the other teams. I think Atlanta's going to have a great year. Their defense isn't that great. But, like, how are you going to stop Roddy White and Harry Douglas and Julio Jones? If they like, all stay healthy. If they all stay healthy. This is oh, obviously is all they say yeah. he- healthy. But, yeah, you can't double team, like, two and a half guys. But, uh no one's talking about the Saints this year at all. I haven't heard a peep. I don't know what's going on. I think there. that's though think because it's, it's just business as usual. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like, they think they why. win the division pretty handily. Breeze has was Breeze is kind of like back and forth. Like last year, he had, was last year he had a lot of picks. Or yeah, last year he ever, wasn't that great, but he was still yeah. like a top five quarterback. And he's got he's still got the same weapons. Plus he has Cooks, who a lot of people are high on right now. Um, in terms of him being like the next big wide receiver target for Breeze, I I think it's kind of very easy for them um, to to win this division. But the Bucks, I think, are going to be right behind them. Just a gut random feeling. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on. Moving right uh, on. AFC West, the uh, division where your AFC champion came out of last year. Um, I mean, uh, along the same lines that we're going to get to, and you alluded to it earlier uh, with Peyton Manning, it, like it, the, it's the, it's got to happen, right? Eventually, not to open up old wounds, but I feel like going into this season, they are going to be very much like the Spurs were entering the NBA season, where it's like, yeah, we fucking embarrassed ourselves. So let's just turn it all on, give everything we have this year. And maybe we're win because no one else wants to win the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> I think they might get like a consolation <laughs> ribbon Super Bowl championship. Like, yeah, good, good for you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Broncos just have so many fucking weapons. It's and not only that, it, but just a scheme that, like, you know, the the weapon at running back doesn't even have to be a weapon. It could be a a, a fucking cap gun. Pup. I was gonna say a pug. Yeah, Could be a pug. Yeah. <laughs> um, and plus, also getting shown up in front of a billion people, as bad as they did, they're gonna have some piss and vinegar in them to come out swinging on the season. Um, the Welker injury might be a good thing because it's gonna give. I keep fucking this up. Did they get Sanier? They got Sanders, Emmanuel right? Sanders. Not Brown. Yeah. Okay, I kept yeah. I kept forgetting which Steelers. No, I think no, a lot Brown of people State. are a lot of people are saying, "Oh yeah, he wasn't as good as Antonio Brown." I think Peyton Manning's gonna be like, "Ah, don't know, worry. I'll make you some money in five years." Uh, but yeah, but, no, well, because yeah, Peyton's still gonna be throwing to Demarius Thomas uh, and Julius Thomas, Thomas, and um, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders, who was pretty damn good in Pittsburgh. Exactly, and he doesn't have Eric Decker there, so Sanders is basically mm-hmm. gonna be Decker. Um, which, which, by the way, rest in peace, Eric Decker. Uh, um, nay, nay. I think Eric Decker could still be good out in New York, regardless of who his quarterback was, because he was still, at least for me, and helped me you know, get into the playoffs in a lot of leagues, he was still fantasy relevant when Tebow was his quarterback. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. that's true. That's a good point. But um, I think the Broncos, there's a giant Chargers bandwagon out there. There it I, is. I think they will be the second wildcard team in the AFC. Oh, but- yeah, but... Ryan Matthews. <laughs> that was just leave Ryan Matthews. Of- just leave, Mr. Matthews. Please Overstayed leave. Overstayed your welcome at the party. 
God. I, it'd be funny if this entire time he took off his face and it was just LT now. <laughs> He's like, I never left, man. It's like, oh, no wonder you've been bad. I'm want... not bad. You've been getting like 900 yards a season. Yeah. yeah, but I'm like 38 years old. I just want to tell him, like, no one cares. Who's there? Who's his backup? I feel like uh, we should have seen him well, a lot. <laughs> technically, like, Woodhead, but, you know, Woodhead's yeah. sort of like a utility yeah. guy. Um, his, I guess, backup would be, if it lets me go back. It would be Donald, uh, Donald Brown. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. Ryan Matthews. Let's look at his stellar career, huh? I mean, he doesn't – I mean, that team's going to be Keenan Allen yeah. and Rivers just throwing bombs and, and Malcolm Floyd and a really solid all-around defense. And And – Antonio Gates passing on sage tight end wisdom to whoever is behind him. Antonio Gates is the Yoda of the NFL, I just assume. <laughs> uh, so, all right, Ryan Matthews. Remember, I remember him getting drafted, like, really early, like, randomly in fantasy a, leagues. He was a first or a second round pick yeah, his first year. Like, who the, I, I, I guess I didn't do research because I don't know who the shit this is. And... He had 678 yards that year. His year, <laughs> year after that, uh, and, and and granted, he only started 12 games his rookie year, his rookie season. A uh, year after that, 14 games, just over, or just under 1,100 yards. Um, still averaged 4.9 yards a carry, though. Okay, That's sure, pretty good, whatever, fine, butthead. <laughs> <laughs> 2012. Again, 12 games started, 707 yards, 3.8 yards to carry, one touchdown in 12 games. Last year, he had his best year by far. Played all 16 games and was able to muster up 1,200 yards and six touchdowns. That's still so unimpressive this day and age. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Go away. Um, meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, in Kansas City, um, th- Jamal Charles is going to have to bust his ass. <laughs> yeah, they did nothing to, like, help out that offense with, like, a wide receiver or anything like that. Dwayne Bowe, I think, is going to play with leaves of marijuana in his mouth. And Alex Smith is going to play with just leaves of a really good hibiscus that he grows in his mouth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just the Mormon thing to do. Yeah, the Chiefs are going to be just like the Pan- the AFC Panthers, um, and the Raiders are going to be the the worst team in football. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far because they have like pieces of wh- of shit. Of sh- <laughs> who do they, they have? Not- they have. They? Oh, well, this is going to be embarrassing because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to. This is really not going to help build a point. <laughs> They have Derek Carr. They have James Jones. They have Rod Streeter. Maurice Jones Drew. <laughs> you said you started Rod Streeter and they're gonna say Rod Strickland. I'm like, he played on the Wizards in the NBA fifteen years ago. And he could probably be the, the uh, slot receiver <laughs> on the Raiders. Right they're the old they're the oldest team in the NFL as well, right? I think I heard that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the but I think they also are the cheapest team. Because I think they're just trying to get to like next year when they're gonna go shopping. For who? For what? On Rodeo Drive? What's uh <laughs> get uh, Peyton Manning? He's, he's a free agent, right? 
Oh, that would look like they're shit. They're going to unfreeze Rich Gannon from the cryo jail. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll also unfreeze Jamarcus Russell, and they'll just redo Demolition Man yeah. with Jamarcus Russell as Wesley <laughs> Snipes and Rich Gannon as Sylvester Stallone. And uh, oh. which random woman can we get to be Sandra Bullock? Uh, 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 Jessica Simpson. I was going to say Jessica <laughs> Simpson, too, for no reason. It's the only female person I could think of that was tied to the NFL that's acted yeah. in a movie. <laughs> only thing I could think of. Um, I would not watch that movie. I would love to see Jamarcus Russell's chops. Oh, wait, we did, because he was overweight every time he played an NFL <laughs> game. Uh, yeah, this this division's pretty fucking clear-cut, unless something yeah. trash... Uh, drastic happens well, just I mean, don't just for that i do want to see who uh the backup is in denver don't count out oh it's brock osweiler yep. isn't it yep yeah don't <laughs> count out andy reed's coaching oh that was close i got to the first syllable of ability yeah, yeah. no kansas this- city was purely a product of jamal charles and schedule last season and also didn't they blow like a 68 point lead in their play- <laughs> the yeah, last it playoff bad. game it was bad <laughs> Um, and let's bring let's bring us to the NFC West. The <sighs> champions of the NFL are in that division, and Tope Adabanjo, my good friend, who has no favorite professional sports team except in football. In his that is San true. Forty Niners and the Ottawa Red Blacks now. <laughs> what? The Ottawa Red Blacks. What sport is that? Football. Oh. Football. The, Can- the Canadian Football League. They are a new team that came this year. The Red Blacks. What the fuck is that? Is that a bird? It's a color and another color. Because <laughs> their colors are red black. They they wanted to call themselves the Ottawa Senators, but they realized they couldn't. So they just took the colors of the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> Damn it. Um... So, some stuff happened in the offseason, Tope, with the Niners, didn't it? Yep. Uh, no. You know what? Let's start this uh, at the NFC Championship game when our best player, arguably, uh, tore his ACL, recovering a fumble, which was not granted to him. Uh, our center also, I think, believes he's tore his ACL. Our wide receiver is mediocre. Uh, and then... Our best pass rusher decided to call a bomb threat at LAX. <laughs> Glenn Dorsey, he's cool, but he's not going <laughs> to. I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> I didn't I know. know he was still in the league. He was going to be our starting D tackle. Oh. But he, he, I mean, he, he played all right. Uh, let's see what else happened. Remember the Super Bowl when our cornerback said he didn't like gay people? That was cool. Fun. Your uh, quarterback oh, yeah. raped and killed a woman in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a, for, a former Gator uh, beat his pregnant girlfriend. And he will, might be suspended for six games and never play for the 49ers again. <laughs> Outside of that, we're looking kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. You have 52 men to start the year <laughs> on your roster? <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Martin. <laughs> <laughs> he, he made the team. Fun fact, Blaine Gabbert is making almost $1.5 million more than Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, oh, we got, he looks so terrible. What 
Is Garrett still on the Jags? He's the backup quarterback of the 49ers. Yeah. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, we, we traded for him. <laughs> we traded a pick, not like old tires, an NFL draft pick. Yeah. The Jacksonville Jaguars said, you know what? We're going to go all in on Chad Henney. In 2014, I want you to close your eyes and visualize this. It's in the middle of the draft. Mel Kuyper is talking, and it's, the graphic comes up, and it just says, 49ers receive quarterback Blaine Gabbert. Jackson receives old tires. <laughs> just, the just seeing the graphic is hysterical. Not capitalized at all, just old tires. <laughs> Uh, you guys uh, got you guys got Stevie Johnson, who almost got cut in uh, replacement of Brandon Lloyd. Ooh, oh my boy. God, Brandon Lloyd! Yeah, he what might is? be our third string. Is Mushin Muhammad on your team? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Freddie Mitchell has a chance to make the team. Freddie Mitchell? No, what? no, no. Oh. <laughs> That's you know how sad it is. Fun fact about Freddie Mitchell: he once accompanied uh, Jaleel White, otherwise known as Urkel, to a, uh, a lecture he gave at the University of Florida our freshman year. He's just giving a speech. He was like to give up my man Freddie Mitchell in the crowd to accompany me today, and I looked over time. I was like, "Why the fuck is Freddie Mitchell here?" <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah. Now, Tope, don't don't kill me. I have the Niners finishing third in this division. I, this is my opinion of them is there's no team with a wider range than them. They could win seven games or they could win the Super Bowl. Nothing, no team comes close because if you can make the playoffs and we get Alden Smith back, we get Bowman back, we get all our dudes back, we're going to be a good team. But we got to make the playoffs first to do that. And I don't know if we will. I said that. Go ahead. In, in, in that division. I think that the, the, the story of the year will be the fall of the Niners, unfortunately. Just because all signs point to it. I mean, you listed all 16 of them. <laughs> and I think it would be, again, like that. I always think in these narratives, because they always seem to happen, the redemption of the Cardinals, who were would have been, what, the two seed in the AFC last year? Yeah. I think with the two or the three seed in the AFC last year, didn't make the playoffs in the NFC, get the spot in that. And also just it also will cause Vegas to win billions of dollars when Carson Palmer's a quarterback in the on the road in the playoffs. <laughs> um uh, uh this just in actually, um getting word that Percy Harvin went bird watching and severely fractured his everything. Wait, really? Already? <laughs> No, 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 I'm kidding. But, oh. but expect that, you know, in three weeks. Uh, well, the update right now, this will be totally Yeah, old. this is irrelevant to the actual podcast. But 10-7 uh, Seattle yeah, right it's now. it's about to be 10-10. Yeah. Uh, who was Russell Wilson's touchdown to? Nobody. Some guy. It was uh, Ricardo Laquette. <laughs> I literally thought, fuck it, I'll take the hit. You were going to say Ricardo Rodriguez. <laughs> It does sound like just a really shitty made-up name. Uh, Mully, you're back in. Thank um, you. No so problem. the Seahawks win the Super Bowl again, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be just like the great... I think that in, in today's parody of NFL, I think that would just be the greatest just fuck you, drop the mic moment of them just dominating the Super Bowl again. That'd be fucking great. 
and Pete Carroll comes on stage and pulls out Reggie Bush's Heisman trophy and pees on it. <laughs> <laughs> he gets uh, Mark Sanchez on speakerphone <laughs> and farts into it. While Mark Sanchez is getting fucked by Tony Curtis on a futon at Hef's Grotto. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you could put a futon in there. I have no idea. I don't know why to- 90-year-old Tony Curtis is having sex with Mark Sanchez. <laughs> but it just I was thinking of Spartacus. Um, so, yeah, Seattle's going to be awesome. Um, Arizona, I like Ellington. Fitzgerald, I don't know, whatever. We'll see. Who's the f- – uh, their quarterback is – Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. Yeah, Carson Who's thrown Palmer. for like 4,000 yards yeah. the past like three years. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's just like no one cares. He doesn't even care. He's like, I oh, <laughs> He's such a nihilist. <laughs> Whatever. He's like, it's uh, the only job I can get. I tried to play the best by the other day. They wouldn't take me. So I guess I got to play football. He, uh, let me look up his stats. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Last he's year insane. was 4,200 yards. But again, 24 and 22 for touchdowns and, and picks. And then in Oakland, he threw for over 40, over 400 yards or 4,000. Yeah. 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 Well, and they have, an, um, they have a, Sick defense. They have a competent offense. I think they'll win like 10 games again, and then this year in the NFC, it's going to be enough. Could be. And then uh, St. Louis, you know, hey. Yeah, let's just sign off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, let's not actively talk about the Rams at all. Uh, uh, Zach Stacy. I just needed to say his name for their sake. Yeah, they, they kind of need it for his sake. All right. Super Bowl picks. Uh, I'll go first. Um, I am going to go with the Seattle Seahawks, as I just said, in the Super Bowl. And I'm saying they're going to win it again. It's time we have another dynasty, and I think they have all the tools to do it. Who they will beat? Yeah, it'd be good to see Brady lose another one. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go Seahawks, Pats. And also the story of Pete Keller, Pete Keller, Pete Carroll having coached the Pats before, you know, that that whole thing. I just, yeah, we'll go. I'll go Seahawks, Pats. Okay. Tope? I will go with the Broncos losing to the Green Bay Packers. Mm. I like that one. Uh, I'm going to go with a Super Bowl of the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens in a tie. Um, And, you know, me and my mom have a lot of really cool stuff to talk about for the next year. God, that is the most you answer ever. (laughs) Uh, But but seriously, folks, I am going to go with Seattle. Because I don't think – I think Seattle has enough of, like, a complex, like, a little bit of a Napoleonic complex uh, to, like, let themselves kind of fall off. Uh, and, God, I, can you tell I put no thought into this whatsoever? <laughs> uh, I would – I'm going to go with who I would just be absolutely tickled to see in the Super Bowl. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I almost said Cincinnati. Two of the best did. defenses, hopefully, for the next season uh, uh, in the league, going head to head. You know, e- e- even more so, your casual friends that are over to watch the Super Bowl won't give a shit about it. 
And I would go with I just because going with the known over the unknown, I'm going to go with Seattle. Again, yeah. also just because it would be just fucking badass. It would be. So, yeah. That is cool, your man. 2014 NFL season. I uh, We made it out alive. None of us are concussed. Uh, none of us uh, beat our wives or girlfriends. Uh, I didn't take any Molly during this. Um, you know, hey, it's possible. But I did kill a couple dogs during this, so just straight <laughs> murdered. <you know. laughs> it's like execution <laughs> style. No, I'm thinking of uh, in South Park when they're like, "Let's just murder one of these other dogs." <laughs> Here, boy, got a little dose of murder for you. Got a giant needle in his hand. Sweet. So, there you have it. Uh, tweet at us at Blank Slate Pod with any of your thoughts over what we just talked about or uh, your predictions for this upcoming NFL season. And we also, you can send us an email. You can also email us any of your thoughts uh, or anything else you'd like to talk, you'd like us to talk about in upcoming episodes to blankslatepodcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can subscribe to us. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, find us uh, the blank slate and uh, subscribe to us and rate us. Give us an honest opinion. Although I think, uh, I think we do a pretty good job. So also you can find us at our mother site, podswoggle.com where you can find podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment, the blank slate, a podcast podcast with entertainment and married with movies, a married podcast with movies. <laughs> <laughs> Made it work. <laughs> Uh, that about does it for the plugs. Uh, Mullet, you got anything? Last no, thoughts? just uh, at your host Mullet on Twitter and two totally unrelated things. It's just the top two trends on Facebook right now. It's a great day and it's a bad day. Jameis Winston is going to be a subject of a Florida State inquiry because uh, he's a bastard. And sadly, Scarlett Johansson will never be the same because she had a, a baby girl. Oh, no. I know. But she named it Rose. So go good on you, Scarlett Johansson, for giving your kid a normal name and not naming your kid like fucking falafel or something oh i get it her name's scarlet daughter's name is rose, rose. hyacinth yeah hyacinth um, next so, uh that also uh, reminds me um don't be a pervert uh with all those fucking leaks and all that stuff um i mean yeah i looked at them Oh, I, I was going to wait until we stop recording and be like, you fucking dick. Why yeah. did you? But don't be yeah. gross about it. Hey, don't be gross <laughs> about it. Don't sweat on the pictures. Yeah. Be be a mature adult. Uh, touchdown Seattle. Uh, Marshawn Lynch. Um, also, uh, also having a baby today was Alyssa Milano. The father is the entire San Diego Padres. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and although I think she's uh, more of a hockey chick nowadays. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. think I... I, I imagine she's had sex with every professional athlete ever. Very possible. Um, and Tope, do you have any last thoughts? <sighs> Colin Kaepernick. Just be cool, man. Stop being a dick. I don't even know what that means. I'm just looking at a picture of him, and I'm sad. Tony, Tony knew he was going to be good like three years before it happened, but I don't think he knew that he was going to be exactly what he looks like. 
I was at make this quick. I was at Rich's old place when he was drafted, and I said, and I quote out loud, "Who the fuck is this golden <laughs> motherfucker?" Hey, he was whack. He was whack freshman of the year, two thousand seven, and the humanitarian <laughs> bowl MVP. <laughs> exactly what he deserves. He's a four point GPA student in uh, Turlock, California, as well. Atta boy. Well. Uh, yeah, so for myself and Mullet and Tope, thank you very much for listening to the Blank Slate. You can go ahead and delete this now. Catch you later. It doesn't make it better. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're going to, I'm going to like keep doing different ways to say it. You're going to keep doing different ways to say it. And one day it's just going to fucking click. Uh, uh, we should end one with catch a, uh, catch a Slater Gator and then you can't say anything to start the next podcast <laughs> <person interviews. laughs> so that just happened to you because I'm still recording oh you f-